afternoon. This is Christina Roberts from the Swim is Cancelled podcast. We each found sport for varying reasons, but we all agree that it was an outlet for stress relief, a place of safety and a way to connect with friends and maybe make some new ones along the way. We feel stronger in our sport and boosts our confidence. We found something that blossomed into a lifestyle. The world we once knew is gone. This podcast explores how we can find meaning during difficult times. Thanks for listening. I have a great guest today who will be joining shortly. Uh, but first, I wanted to take a few moments to do some housekeeping. I'll put some more information in the show notes, um, but there is certainly a lot going on in this world. Um, we have a pandemic. I think uh, some of us actually might have forgotten. Uh, there are states and counties moving through uh, different colors to uh, signify uh, certain levels of, of opening and, and re-engaging with society. We still need to be mindful of um, those guidelines and how we interact. This isn't um, much like the red, yellow, green stoplight. It's not that um, clear cut. Just be mindful of that. Also wanna be mindful of our uh, friends out in the community. Uh, we are all human and Black Lives Matter. So I'll put uh, information in the, in the show notes. I am looking forward to continuing my education and sharing that uh, forward with you. So thank you. Shane, you joined. What's going on? How are you? Hey, I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How's the audio? I'm doing some laps around my pool right now. Um, it's pretty solid. Yeah, right, I hear nice. the bird too. It's crystal clear. Excellent. I'm a pacer, so that that's a good thing. Ah, pacer. That's interesting. <laughs> All right. So, so what's uh, going on? You How's uh... yeah? I'm sure you have no idea. Um why you're on the show, what I'm interested in, and, and how you fit into all of these things. But um, <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you. Nice. All right, good. And I'm glad you know that I have no idea. Yeah, this is great. So um, <laughs> I, I recently started a podcast um, actually during the pandemic. And um, from my perspective, I got into sport uh, for uh, a you know, the initial uh, hopes of feeling a little bit better about myself, losing some weight. And that's, you know, over, you know, 10 years old for me. And we had all seemed to come together. We, all of our, you know, friends in the, in the athlete community uh, found each other through sport and then continued relationships beyond uh, the initial connection of sport. And that all seemed to go away and for a lot of us, our confidence might have tanked and our motivation might have gone by the wayside. Um, some of us have excelled. Some of us have um, remained uh, plateaued during the pandemic and some of us have tanked. So I'm interested to hear from people who are involved in sport, regardless of which one, um, and continue to take 
challenges and turn them into opportunities uh, to better themselves, uh, not just uh, from a human performance perspective, but also with how you interact with people and, you know, how you can maintain being, uh, you know, a developing individual in this crazy, crazy world. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, you nailed that on the head. Okay. So, yeah, okay. Um, so I know a couple of high-level things about you. Um, and I know you are an entrepreneur. You have your own business. You're training for a triathlon. You're training with your partner. You're getting into meditation. You have a background in hockey connected with your brother as well. Um, how can you paint a picture for me and my two listeners? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> How you how you got to where you are and how you continue to stay motivated? Let's just you know start with that super broad uh, open question. Gotcha. So how I stay motivated? Um, let's simplify. I think it's because in my head, I'm like trained. Luckily, I'm trained that I really believe that like the more you are developed, the more you are developed in your role. So if you want to be a good hockey player, you have to develop as a overall human being you know, to be the best hockey player that you can be. So my, why I keep motivating is because like, you know, I probably keep wanting more stuff. You know, I want to keep growing and, and get the rewards, but the motivation comes in like, well, it's just automatic in my head that you kind of have to make sacrifices, uh, you know, to the gods there. But um, geez, how I got here. I mean, it's, I, I'd say I just grew up in a, in a nice, a uh, really nice town, wealthy town. It's important because I feel like my problems came from out of like affluence. You know what I mean? Sure. I wasn't like worried about food on my table. I was like, I knew that if I went to the doctor and said I couldn't focus in class, I was getting ADHD medication. Um, you know, shortcuts were just so easy to get. And um, yeah, I was following my brother. He's a pro hockey player and I was just following his footsteps. And as I got older, I got real good too. And had a good year in juniors, which is where you kind of like, you know, leap out there. Uh, I was expecting big things coming, but my dad, uh, my dad, me and him were had some serious beef and he's a character guy. He's, he's the one that only cares about the character, you know, in people. And, and I'm really grateful for that. But uh, I guess I had brutal character, you know, I was a spoiled little punk. Sure. And uh, yeah, he said, you know what, all the things that I'm paying for and that you don't know, like they're on you now. You know, and in two weeks, I had to quit hockey, couldn't afford it, um, which was the only way I defined myself, by the way. Like, I, I remember in senior year, I knew I wasn't going to college the next year. I'm like, this is, you know, this is, uh, you know, I'm going to play hockey. But, uh, yeah, so I got, I got just punched in the face by life. And, and you know, that, that really, yikes. I didn't take it well either, which is. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. Yeah. So, so did you, I, I, I suspect that you might've felt like you weren't being loved. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I can tell you right now I, I pulled the victim card and nothing, you know, it's tough to relate to like how I was then, but like, I, I understand where I was and you know, I, I, I was a mama's boy and yeah, I'm sure I was just lacking love and, um, you know, I, like, it's funny. I look at it, I'm like, I'm grateful that that happened. But like, yeah, that was a disaster. That was a full spiral downward depression. And I wasn't paying attention. So it got really bad. I put on like 40 pounds and 
two months, I think it was. Um, and geez, it just, <laughs> it, uh, it led me into just like a full, I mean, I was having nightmares. Oh man. You ever have sleep paralysis? Sure. Oh, I had a bad sleep paralysis dream with like, you know, the devils like laying on me and staring at me. Like it was, it was really dark. It was, it was insane. And I kept it inside. I didn't like share with anyone. So like, I understand that like dark time and I, you know, you get to see where like people who end their lives, like, you know, the, the idea is like, like consciousness is just like too painful and the way you're trained. But I, uh, ended up getting offered to go to like Rowan university. Um, I never visited a college or anything in my life. They said, if I played for them, then I don't have to apply. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, just, I'll do that. Yeah. I was like, okay. I, I literally, yeah. Like, thank God I said yes to that. Um, and, uh, I ended up going there my first year, my first semester there. And I was always like a, a smart kid. Um, I just like was manipulated, you know, I used it to my advantage and I never tried hard. Um, you know, that's sort of like smart, but like kind of a punk about it. So I remember my first semester, I had entrepreneurship class and my father was an entrepreneur, like, and, and a business owner. And like, that's just like, I'm like a lemonade stand kid. I, you know, cool. Yeah. That, that's, that's, cool. that's, that's one thing I just like randomly did, you know, people play the trains. I, I guess I, I, in high school, I was trying to take people's garbage up for money. Um, Anyway, um, had entrepreneurship class and I ended up getting the worst grade ever in entrepreneurship class that I've ever gotten. But um, it was a blessing in disguise because uh, my last project was to create a, a business plan. And I was trying to create a shortcut. You know, I remember I was like, had my vape, you know, like the, the weed vape. I was in my bathroom just like, oh, my God, how am I like, how am I getting this done as quick as possible? Um and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, what's our marketing plan? Well, we're going to have the most valuable product, so we don't need to market. You know, I'm, I'm, answering, <laughs> questions. I'm answering questions like that. And that's how I, I went about it. And what happened was I had to present in front of class and I'm, I'm, uh, I got to find a way to sell this right now to the class that this is just a great plan. And uh, I remember explaining things that like, I was, you know, it's like funny where you're like, yeah, you have the most valuable product, so you don't have to market. Like I was actually blowing my mind with something like that where I was like, oh yeah, what if you don't care what anyone else thinks because you know you have something that is desirable, you know, even as a company. And then um, like literally I'm explaining to the class, um, I'm blowing my mind. I, I know the, I remember the exact feeling. I'm just like, wow, this is great. Like this is, this is coming off smooth. Great. I got a D minus lowest grade I've ever gotten on anything in my life, my final project. And it was called carefree living. Um, and Stop. I went, <laughs> yeah, I still have the paper. Um, and, uh, I went, I was actually going home from like, and I'm like, you know, chubby now my girlfriend right before I left when I met my girlfriend at the time, I, she was in a five-year relationship and I, came and we just like dated right away. Like she just like, it was on top of the world. I was in juniors hockey. Like, yeah, this is great. And she just was with me through my entire depression. So she actually dumped me before I went to Rowan. Cause she's like, dude, I'm not like dating someone. Like that was just not plan. I was like, Oh yeah, true. Uh, like clearly not a conscious at all, but I just like went very, I had nothing, you know, and I like couldn't sleep and it was bad. So like going from square one and just kind of 
battling through. But this carefree living thing, I was coming home from class and I'm like, man, like this is actually kind of awesome. Like what if, what if you applied this as like a person? Yeah. You know, what if, what if a person is the business? And the idea is that like, yeah, who gives a shit what, 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 what these people want if you just know what is valuable and that's what you focus on. And it's, that was walking home from my last class of fall semester. I got a two nine. Um, I got a tattoo. I got, I got a tattoo with my brother. I uh, went home. We rolled a, a spliff on the patio, the parents' patio. It's an epic place. Very good talks on that patio. And we discussed this concept of carefree living. And we're like, hold on. Like, I, I think the idea is that, like, you only work on yourself. Yeah. And that you're connecting that if you just work on yourself. But you have to remember, you got to train yourself. You can't just be – you got you to harmonize with the things around you. So working on yourself is, is a lot more than just getting jacked. That's not what it's about. It's a, it's a, it's a lot. How do we even define that? But that idea of like, no, 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 I'm going to make the commitment where this is how I live. We decided to do that and we tattooed it on ourselves and we're like, yo, we're, this is how we're living from now on. So like, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not entering the matrix here and I'm not like, I don't care about this like illusion of like what you need to do and all this. And we were young enough and like dumb enough to take that. But I went back to Rowan. Um, oh man, I four owed from undergrad to graduate school out for every semester. And it's because I was like looking at classes, what I can gain. And I just changed my mind. I got in great shape that uh, people started asking me so much of what I was doing that like I was doing it for people. But then like, I I was like, man, there's too many of this. Like I got to like charge this. So while I was in grad school, I went, I got like, I went to the health coach Institute, became like a health coach. I think I just lost you. And then, um, let's see, Carefully and Wellness, we started making a couple of products, and then my buddy got involved, and Carefree Living Wellness uh, turned into, like, you know, now it's, we have, we kind of took Carefree Living out of it, and we have our, like, Carefree Living business, uh, and we operate a couple businesses. We got a, a two gyms, and we, we apply these principles, you know, in these businesses. They're the expression of, like, what we do. We have a real estate company. Uh, we have two gyms and we have a place in Northern Liberties that uh, it's called Athena. And, you know, it's like a beauty, you know, spa and everything. But these past few years have just been about like, you know, really getting in touch with what and defining carefree living is like, because I've just been obsessed with this like process of self-development. And, you know, this is why I signed up for the Ironman. I signed up for the Ironman because I knew I could not do that. And I told yeah, myself... So I have yeah. so many. I have so many questions. Um, oh yeah. So, how old were you when you and your brother had that wonderful spliff conversation? <laughs> uh, probably like a twenty and twenty-one spot. Okay, you know that, and you know, just for the sake of the conversation, I, I feel like that, at least in my experience, that's a young age to have to have an aha moment. I know yes. a lot of people including myself had the aha moment later on in life and i think that's super cool and i think it's um really great that it was with you and and your brother that's um something really special for sure yeah yeah we we definitely you know we're so much alike and and we have this i don't know the the way we're built the way we see things we we're really sometimes it's tough being around us at the same time people and <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and 
how many years between you two? He's two years older than me. Okay, that's not. And then bad. we, so and then we have three older sisters. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's exciting. Um. <laughs> so, turn yourself around. Um. You know, I I can appreciate self-realization and, and working on you, but can you talk a little bit more about what specifically helped you? Did you have a therapist? Did you start meditating? What? How did you get yourself? And and we all know it's not an overnight or even an an yeah. over over year kind of thing. It's a it's a forever journey. So how did you you know first get yourself on a, a path that was that was working to to get your head straight? Um, so the most important thing that I did that sparked the path that is so important in any is I, as I expressed it, I got it out of me and told someone, you know what I mean? Very Even cool. if it's like talking to my pet, you know, my, my, my golden lab, you know, talking to him, but I, I told my sister and I think they, they signed me up with a psychologist. Like when I was in the heat of it, I think my sister, I was just like, yo court, something's up pretty much a nightmare call you'd get from someone. And I'm just like, yo, I think something's wrong. Like, you know, I need some help. And she's like, Oh my God, where are you? Like, uh, and, um, she set me up with a family psychologist, but I, I only went to like three sessions. But what I think is like, I did do that. It was a very vital part about like being able to talk and learn that like expressing is a whole part of like healing. You got to, yeah. it's all osmosis. You got to get stuff out while you're putting good stuff in. And if you put good stuff in, that's great. But if you have bad stuff still in there, you, you know, you're still going to deal with issues from that. And, you know, that's the body, that's the mind. And um, so the expression was big, you know, therapy was huge. And then what helped me most was, you know, the, the, the little steps and wins I'd have. I would try stuff, you know, just for the fun of it. I was like, watch a documentary you know, or some look up to someone, oh, they do, they juice. So what, oh, I'm juicing for two weeks. See what happens. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. This is what happens. Oh, well, you know, we're going to go vegan. Let's see what that's like. You know, I started getting addicted to feeling good. So like, get it out and, and you got to find a way to get a taste of what it feels like to feel good. Because that right there is the motivator of, of torturous things you know you're going you're gonna to deal with something that's feeling good, and you, that's the juice. That's, that's what you want. You want that good feeling, and that's what I call carefree living. It's where it's like earned. It's one thing when you're watching Netflix with anxiety because you're just avoiding the next day. It's another thing when you're so beat from having a day and then you're you know, watching a movie and you're falling asleep. Like it's all, it's, it, You're still in the flow of things, so even relaxing with that state of mind, um, you want to get a taste of that. So like, if you are in a trouble like the big question that I always like look to, you know, and ask is like, what's going to give you the taste of like feeling good? Okay. Well, I can't jam vegetables down your throat. You know what I mean? So that's not there, you know, friends, family, like sometimes people cut these sources off because they don't want people telling them they should work out or something. You know, people don't, people sometimes go about it a little too directly, but like, so get stuff out. But then you got to get start with a little taste of something good. Have dairy free ice cream instead of regular ice cream. And, you know, like, you know, cut what dairy up for a little bit, you know, eat, eat a little different. All right, go on walks, like do one little experiment. And that's going to snowball into being, you know, a psycho Ironman 
uh, you know, it's it, you just find yourself getting there at a choice. Yeah, I yeah, I like that. Well, it, it's the little things that add up. Nobody, um, you know, no nobody builds a house in a day. Um, yeah. No, no one's going to make giant life changes in one moment. It's going to be a ton of little moments that builds a habit that you know is your foundation moving forward. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always I help. I try to like have people visualize of like. So if you're looking at a, you know, a, a line graph over like five years time and their line is up and down, it's one line and it goes up and down, you know, considered on your health, like you could have one over five years that goes up. But if you zoom in and now you look at one year, there's going to be peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And if you go in, wow, year two was a great year and you zoom in, there's peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And then you go and you zoom in on one day. And it's just a series of peaks and valleys. And like the buildup is the inches that add up, you know, that moment where you did make a good decision and not go out, you know, that little sacrifice that you made that comes back to you. Sure. You know, that, that, that I, I can't, I have no idea how, you know, that's what I'm intrigued by, but that, you know, we're on some avatar stuff right there. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's out there. And, and when you see that, that, like, see, I'm trapped in that kind of operation of life. Like, and I'm, I, I just feel like I've been looking at stuff for that long that like, I don't even know. I used to be insecure about like, man, like, should I like get my resume ready? And like, if this doesn't work, like go get a job or something. And I'm just like, no, like, damn, I keep like, I can't like trick myself into, you know, getting caught into an illusion of security. It's terrible. So I'm stuck in this you know, but it's amazing. You know what I mean? But you, you constantly humbled that like, oh man, like the more you, you, you know about the world, the more questions you have. And, um, it's interesting. Like, like, where is some, like having self-development, like where someone's at, like, uh, like at what point are they well, you know what I mean? Like at what point are they sick? Yeah. And like that line graph, the changes could be so subtle, but yeah, um, over time is where you really see those those gains. What um, what race are you signed up for? So I'm doing uh, Ironman Cambridge. Cool. Um, oh, yeah. September is that September right? September nineteenth. Yep, September nineteenth. And this is not going to be your first triathlon, correct? It's yes, yeah, my first Ironman, but not my first triathlon. I, I okay. randomly got into triathlons. Uh, I actually think um, a couple of years ago, I like. I think it was like I was in grad school when I um, I started seeing that like people who do like endurance races, like they're kind of like like I like those kinds of people that like like the mental battle of it. You know what I mean? It's like awesome. It's super oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and uh so like i always had a draw into it you know what i mean and like it was a good test like oh can you run this far well you swim bike and run you know like yeah all right and um i ended up breaking up with uh one of my girlfriends um it was crazy story geez i don't know if this is the podcast for that one um but anyway on my way back i wanted to like i was so i was like in this like mindset that i'm in now and when i'm like aware i like man sometimes i make decisions that are seem very difficult, but I'm like completely okay with it. Like, it's great that I have like a detachment and independence. Sometimes it comes off as like inconsiderate. You know what I mean? 
But like, I, you know, I really don't give a shit about money. Like I really don't. But you know, what's funny is the more I'm not, the more I'm able to make, you know, it's the same thing with like other things, you know, the, the, the more independent you have from anyway, I was independent time. And on the way home on the plane, I was like, man, I want to like do something. I need to like start my path. I need to sign up for something. I'm, you know, I'm single now. And, uh, you know, boom, signed up for a triathlon. I was like, what in the hell did I just get myself into? Um, and then I did the, I just called my brother and I was like, Hey, I'm doing this triathlon. And if you're not signed up in two days, I'm going to sign up, sign you up. I was like, otherwise you're going to let little bro like do this. So we started like getting into it. Him, he went back and played hockey. So I got a little more time to do tries, but I did a couple more like, you know, I did, I think I started with an Olympic and then I just that's, did a couple, yeah, okay. a couple more that's, Olympics. Yeah. That, that's for everyone else out there. That is not the logical progression, but. <laughs> oh yeah. I obviously, I wanted like, I, you know what? I, I just was like, I want to do something that like not just someone could do right now. Sometimes sure. a sprint, sometimes a sprint. I'm like, could someone just like do that? And, and, you know, I'm around athletes like a lot anyway. So like the standard's pretty high, like for the test and like, it's funny. That's why I'm like, but anyway, that was, I was probably like 25, you know, four years ago. And I remember like finding out what an Ironman is. And I was like, I want to do an Ironman pre 30. And then I ended up, you know, in my summers were spent playing in Australia, New Zealand. We had like this big ice hockey tournament. Um, and, uh, geez, that's a dream. Like what a crazy trip that is. But anyway, it took away the try time. So like, you know, sure. I, I turned, I was 28 and I had the summer and I'm like, dude, Next summer's it. I told myself, I, you know, I was going to do this before I was 30. And like, so, you know, creeped into this year. And I'm like, in January, I'm like pacing around my pool table downstairs. I'm like, uh, like, I don't know. I, I was like kind of floating around. And, you know, I did a smart thing. I just signed up. Yeah. Signed up. And, and you know, nine. yeah. And you're like, you know what? I don't know. You, you never know how you're going to overcome something. You just know that you are. Because humans are just crazy resilient. And you're just gonna, you know, you're just signing up for art. Right, what's the adaptation needed? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna become an Ironman. That's what yeah. I want to become. And like, you know, then you find out. Oh my God, I was losing sleep. And then I had to call, do some research, and find a, a very particular human being uh, that is helping me out now. I think you know him. That maybe. Maybe. Um, so what? What and and what I guess wow, there's so many questions here. Um, the first one I have is why that particular race? Why the Ironman or why the Ironman like Maryland? Why in Maryland? Um, the closest one, yeah. I'm, I'm in New Jersey, that's, that's yeah. pretty much it. I, if the closest cool. one was the hardest one, I'd probably sign up for that one, yeah. I, don't even, okay. I didn't that's- even know it's kind of like how I went to college. I'm like, well, hope this is cool, yeah. And what do you, I think it's super cool because, um, you know, the, and you know this already, but this happens with any type of journey, whether it's an educational pursuit or it's, you know, a, a, a traveling excursion or it's an athletic journey, how you, you know, envision or, or your initial drive to get started um, your original goal isn't always the same at the end. And so going into it now, what do you hope to gain at the end of this journey besides somebody saying, Shane, you are an Iron Man? 
Nice. I I hope that I remember to sign up and and for something bigger after this. I want to remember that you like don't forget that I you did this because there's accountability there. And I don't want to think, well, I'm an Ironman now, so you know, take it easy. You know, that's how you you plateau or you get off like you know, I want to remember to keep going. My hope is I don't want to just like crawl up to the Ironman finish line. You know, I want to, hell, I want to win this thing. Do I like, am I going to be mad if I don't? No, because guess what? I gave it like nine months training and I'm, you know, I'm going to take this full hand, but, but I want to like, I really want to pass this test well. You know, how yeah. well can I, can I train the next day? Can I, am I just going to be crushed and hurt? You know, I want to, I want to own this Ironman and I want to, I want to remember to like keep, don't stop, build the momentum forward, even though, you know, I'm definitely going to be taking a good couple weeks off. But uh, I, one thing I, I just want to make sure to keep this mindset, don't lose it because you have a trophy in your hand. And um, because this is awesome. When I signed up for the Ironman, I got anxious, but that was package deal with yeah. like this, this confidence where I'm like, yo, this is sweet. I'm going to do this, you know, and I, this is different. And there's a different vibe about me now and it's pushing myself. And I think when people, I think when you're living like that and you're pushing yourself, I think, you know, that vibe, people feel that they know that when they're around you, I think that has to do with, you know, the law of attraction where, where you're vibing that you're, you're giving all, you know, max effort, you're pushing yourself and people want to be around that because like, you know, that's their best chance of survival. That's, that's where they want to be. Some people don't want to be around that, by the way. And usually yeah. that's, you know, people that want to go downward, some people want to, and that's cool. You know, sometimes you have to go through the ringer, you know, and um, sometimes you have to go through the ringer and that's cool. I never try to get in anyone's way because you just like delay. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to order the pizza and realize, oh, well, I am on the toilet the whole next day. So yeah. now, now I know why I don't eat pizza. And, <laughs> sure. you know, <laughs> you need that reminder. So. Those people don't want to be around people that are uh, that are um, on their way up, if that makes sense. Sometimes they don't want to deal with the conflict. It, Even when I'm in bum mode, I don't want someone. No, and you're absolutely right. And, and sometimes, um, so the pizza scenario can be very humbling, but it's always a great reminder. Um, it, it does keep you in check. Um, and, and I think that when you have, vibe is the perfect word for it, because vibe, vibrations, you know, oh, some, yeah. some people feel that and they might be um, honestly intimidated and not necessarily by you as a person, but they're almost overwhelmed with a feeling that, wow, shit, this, I could have the same feelings and that actually scares me. Um, yes. Because yes. Those feelings take a hell of a lot of work. And it's, it's consistency and it is, it, it's a, a level of pain that, that they're maybe not ready for, which is totally fine. And maybe one day they will be, but you know, you, you've got the, the vibe of the universe, which is yeah. um, pretty cool. No, it's, it's, I, I, I'm definitely aware of like, you know, chemistry wise, it's not, it's not always best for those environments. Like, you know, it's part of the reason why I'm selective of where, where I, you know, who I hang around and stuff like that. Oh, come on, you know, my friends. And it, I don't know, like the way I speak to myself right now, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to like, you know, some people can't handle that. It's not that I'm like mean to myself, but I'm just like, I don't think some people want to live in a reality that some others are aware of. 
And some people like living in the matrix. They really do because they're scared of, uh, you know, finding out some harsh realities of how life is. And yeah, you know, there could be a virus that comes and just puts a pause in whatever you thought was, was station, you know, what's, what's to come. And it's, it's interesting in a time like this. I know you were saying in like times like this, when people find out, I think they're given a whole lot of time on their plate. All their commutes just stopped. All their, you know, businesses, you know, if their work just stopped and they're, they, they see how they allocate their time. And sometimes, you know, the COVID-19, <laughs> they put on, you know, some people are just like in a bad recipe of their lifestyle that they, they just got more tokens to play with. So it's, it pushed them the other way and people are having anxiety issues and I understand it. It's rough. And so it, it's just interesting that like, I'm just grateful. I'm in like a mindset of self-development, like, you know, get on, become a self-development junkie, you know, and you don't have to like be extreme about it. Like I'm also pretty chill, but like you want to, you want to get that good feeling. You want to know that's there. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And so your girlfriend is also training with you. Is that right? Yes. So she is signing off for the half. Cool. Um, Yeah. You know what? Definitely works as a squad. Like teamwork yeah, makes, teamwork makes the dream that. work, man. Yeah. Some people can't uh, actually fathom doing things like that, that intensely with their um, partner. Um, so yeah, I want to hear the positive sides um, of that relationship. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, one, like I, I when so, you, you want to, it's a, if it's a you mission and you're a part of a team, it's a we mission. So like, it's good to, to align forces. Naturally, I think like, a good male good female like they just (laughs) i'm like thankful for how she approaches things and i wouldn't be able to do that alone so like things like like she's type a personality so like you know we are going to run to the finish line we are going to do this we are going to like well we're we're gonna i i don't have availability at 6 30 so we're gonna do that you know what i mean i'll i'll wing it and it'll it'll be good but like it's good to have the balance of well i don't feel like it but uh necessary to keep me accountable your partner keeps you accountable and i don't want to I don't want to look bad in front of the queen. Come on. You gotta, <laughs> you, gotta you know, you gotta impress her. You still, you know, I feel that way where I'm not like, all right, I'm not going to be a piece of shit to her. To me, you know, I guess I can just, you know, take that hit, but with her, it's great, but long runs, we can talk, you know, you, you're able, we always play the question game. We always just ask questions and we both have to answer. If we think of a question. Huh. Just, that's pretty know. cool. Oh, we've gone in full deep, fights or not fights but like deep discussions of like you know our whole life and playing and everything like that but we get to train while doing it so we kind of dig in um have you ever had that sort of um relationship with with past partners or just this current girlfriend no no just this uh that's cool yeah Um, yeah that that's certainly a, a whole new level um I think that's great. I, I'm telling you, all I can say is is that the reason I, I have this is, you know, we both are operating on our, like, working on ourselves. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We, we independently are satisfied and happy. So, like, we don't depend on one another. We just like hanging around one another. But I'm not like, oh, my God. You know, we don't text many times during the day. We could, you know, there's no insecurities for ourselves. So we don't bring that to the other person. And uh, it's crazy. Just, you know, right before I met Vanessa, I, I swear 
I like was swearing off women. I was like, I went on a few like dates or something. And I was just like, I don't care at all about this. I really don't. I'm staying single till I'm like 40 and I'm just going to like wheel, you know, I'm, I want to grow businesses and do all this. And obviously like three weeks later, um, you know, this girl, in my grad school, uh, said, Hey, you know, you got this girl, like, you know, wanted to, um, talk to you or something you got it. And I'm like, ah, no, thank you. Like not really interested. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I was living with my brother-in-law and sister, my oldest sister at the time. So I went from a five guy college house right to the next day with a six month who like couldn't sleep. Um, hilarious. yeah, it was great though. Um, but anyway, my brother-in-law who I was, who I'm real close with, um, he works with that girl. He works with that mystery. And he's like, yo, Vanessa or someone I'm like what like you know her and he goes yo uh I'm only gonna say one thing you can't just hook up with her and not talk to her because <laughs> I like Vanessa a lot and you, you just can't do that and I was like that was like you know what now that called my attention I was like all right that's like cool like okay so who is she you know like and I'm still in the zone of like I really don't care that much but like okay yeah I'll go on like a date sure you know like Obviously not going to stay disciplined, but like, I, I, it's like funny. I had no reason not to, I still tell that to Vanessa. Now I'm like, I, I think I, I just don't even have a reason to like not be with you. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I, I can't even try hard and think, and it's because I kept my independence. But anyway, we go on where, uh, right when I was getting back from like a short trip, me and my brother had this big, like mini golf phase down the shore. So like, <laughs> and I, and I got a big W over him. It was big. Cause he's a really good golfer. Um, and I remember just like, you know, we're mini golfing and I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a great date, you know? And she came and just at like, I was even playing well in mini golf and she beat me by like eight strokes. Like, I'm Dang. like, I'm like, who is this girl? And then she turns to me the best thing ever and goes, do you want to play a best of five series of different games of best of five series? And I'm like, wow, that is amazing. And she I just him. I found out she was like a two time NCAA athlete and I'm like, oh man. Um and I still to this day, I don't know. Just like can't it just I'm I'm just so fortunate, but like I feel like it, it just comes from the fact of like looking within. I like I'm just like it just makes me grateful because I feel like I had no good relationships. I I, used to, I cheated on my ex girlfriends. Like, you know, I never took them serious or something and yeah. I was an a hole and like it's just crazy. It's like, I'm like, wow, this is so organic. This is so natural. And it's all because, you know, I try to base things off of like what's going to develop me and, and, you know, what's best for, for everyone and, you know, following the way there. Jeez. Well, congratulations. Cause that's, um, that's just great. And I love the, I love the hair turn. Yeah. The hair turn. That's right. My hard, yeah. hard hair turn. So, um, what? So I know that you know sports are you know on a hiatus, but um, do do you follow um, AHL and NHL? Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's like a touchy subject because I don't my right now my brother's involved in like what we're doing. So we got a, a, a company called Hockey U, Hockey University. Yeah, I saw that. And um, yeah, and TJ, it's crazy. He's a really good fit. Like, he's just a – he's a leader, and he likes it. But, like, you know, he still has some years left where he could play. So, like, the AHL, you know, I'm, I'm, it's funny. I'm, like, kind of not looking that way because 
I don't want to add any pressure on like his decision of whether he wants to keep playing or not. Um, but like, you know, they're coming back. So he's going to find out after the summer, you know, offers and stuff from people. Yeah. So, so they'll be back on, but yeah. I, I, other than that, I don't really watch sports. I try not like, luckily I'm like, like, I feel like they could get, get into, I like watching. I like, I know a lot of the guys in like NHL. Like I like watching people that I know met, you know, and I'm like, oh, wow, that guy's sick, you know? Oh, and he was a cool dude, like. Yeah, that that's pretty neat. Is there a, is there a particular uh, team you uh, lean towards or pledge your uh, fanship to? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely the Flyers. TJ, whatever team TJ's on yeah. gets gets dibs, you know, obviously. Of course. Um, Family first. Yeah, Flyers, Eric Lindros, come on. That's Oh, wow, okay. Oh, I'm in, I'm pretty much like Eric Lindros on the ice anyway. I I feel like I'm pumped about that, but I'm like accepting that like I'm a it's like I'm like, wow, that's definitely who I look up to most and play like Yeah, and he's a, he's a stand up guy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, he was Yeah, he was I know he was a pretty unique dude. He's really focused. He's a passionate yeah. dude, yeah. Yes. So I think like on and off the ice, um definitely a, a person to as a as a role model is not a is not a bad uh, choice out there yeah and that's where so tj you know when you're when you're playing sports you're in the you're kind of in like the entry level position tj yeah. tj's really smart sometimes he has a hard time going along with systems that he doesn't believe in i mean that's the point it's the debacle where you get into like this is why i learned not to sell out because i'm like i don't think i would like i still don't think it's worth it. i still think the freedom of like you know, you doing what perfectly fits with you is worth is not even worth the payment of being a pro athlete. Like, like I really see that and don't think it's worth it. And everyone thinks it's just the dream job and dream money, but like, not if you are into the fact that like your time should be developing you because sometimes you're sold to entertain other people. So, you know, do you have a choice in how much you get to clock in? Now we're in the, the Uber age of work where we get to choose when we work. And yeah. sometimes, you know, people don't like those structures. It's pretty, pretty wild. Well, yeah. And it's interesting because um, it, in a lot of structured sports like that, it's an entertainment industry and yes. it's, it's not about athletic pursuit. And there's a lot of, um, you know, leadership and structure around um, you, as you kind of mentioned, you know, how you, how you live your life. It's, it's more than just I'm um, punching in for, you know, this game and these practices. Um, it's, this is how I live my life. Yeah. And learn. And, and if you can't change your circumstances, you know, well, I have kids. Okay. Well then guess what? Then your option is, then you need to change your mind and perception to see why about this is making you into a better person because, sure. yep, you know, that's that's where the victim mind comes in and like i'll tell you what like i've been getting started like companies like you you literally just it hasn't you if you care about money that's the last thing last place that's the last thing you're going to get is money and it's just funny like when you make those sacrifices like and and you're in the part and you're complaining but then you realize no one gives a shit and you kind of callous over that victim mindset it's funny you're just like immune to it like I, I can't even like, when I have like thoughts of it, I, I'm usually like, wow, I'm probably exhausted because my mind's gotten that deep. Like, 
So when people have that mentality, I have, I have a really hard time being around people that are just like, like, you know, kind of have that thought that like, well, I'm helpless and I'm in this situation. And I'm like, damn, like, and the only reason I, I'm uncomfortable being around that victim mentality is, is, uh, is because they're, they're, their ears are closed. Yeah. If they're, t- if they're talking about being a victim, then they're not interested in why they're not a victim. So like, I'm like, and I don't know what to tell were, you. And, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but from, from your perspective, you want to show them how much deeper the beautiful water is, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. But, you know, it's just, you're just in this spot where, you know, it's invisible to them anyway. So you, so it's not, you know, it's like, it's, I was just like, um, it's like if, like, it, you know, that's invisible. So you're helpless. You can't, you're only going to distance them more if you try to force, you know, what? Yeah. That's like when you can't talk or do anything about it, I'm like, I don't know what good this is because I don't want to like, I don't want to entertain your victim mindset. And I, and if you're expressing something, I feel this way, man, I don't know. And you're introspecting. Oh my God, dude, I'll, I'm there. I'm there. But if you're trying to tell me how the perspective is, I, I can't, I can't take that on because my life, my career now you know, the things I've signed up for is, is made, it holds me accountable to like, you know, if I do that, then I'm, I'm not a good CEO of Carefree Living because I'm supposed to be the one that has to like, you know, direct and, and see these things and stay disciplined there. And so it's just funny. I have this like, that's always my like social battle. I'm always like real picky. I'm like, uh, who are we going to see? <laughs> I guess. Who's, who's going to be there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's pizza it, there, uh, I'm out. <laughs> uh, the, the food, oh man, I love food so much. That is like that is my drug, and that's amazing. And like that's my balance where I'm like, I I want to get in such good shape because I want to eat cake. It's not because I don't want to eat cake. Like, don't you guys get that? Like, Jesus, I want to be an Iron Man because I, the day after Iron Man, I'm gonna do everyone's every fat person's dream of just like getting like four pizzas and eating them all. So, like, so you're gonna have a, a a food bucket list of sorts. Got it. Probably. I'm. I don't really hold myself back much. Like, like I, I don't like crave. I'm not like all right. Like my, when I go to town, I go to town. My cheat days could be reckless. Like, but like I I see it as like the mental component. I need to get that mental component out and then learn not to put myself there again. Because you get that cheat day. Okay, well, how'd you get there? Because you overexhausted yourself. You didn't rest enough. You know what I mean? You were too disciplined. And now you got to, now you, you lost your touch and now you're just, spir- you know, like, so like I like, I, I ride the wave there on the discipline. And like, if you're going to, like, I feel like if you just withhold yourself, then you're just going to like do it again the next night, you know? And like, it's crazy advice that I give to people, but I'm like, just, just go with it. Go. Yeah. Order the- Order the pizzas, go to 7-Eleven, do it. Because you know what? You're going to feel like shit the next day. And you need that because that's the only thing you're going to listen to is yourself. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to tell you not to do that, you know? I'm going to tell you to get the pepperoni pizza. No, I'm just kidding. But like it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, I don't know. That's uh, So I know I the, probably to balance out the anxiety alone of 
you know, the, my first triathlon, I, I had a swimmer from the heat before me swim over me. Oh yeah. It was my first experience with, you know, the start swimming, which for anyone who, you know, doesn't know on the try, like, or you start out in the, with everyone in your wave and it was my first one. So I'm obviously like, well, I'm not in any good shape to do this. And everyone, <laughs> here, everyone here must be an expert. And like, you know, you launch out, you have like all these people in the water with you. And I remember just being in there, heart rate beating, and this, this older guy from the heat before me swam right over me. And it just, I like was open water. Oh my God, my heart rate's going through the roof. I had to like chill out. Um, so it's funny. I know Ironman, that like start of the race, you're going to get that, that out of the comfort zone feeling where you're like, well, I either prepared enough or I didn't. I guess I'm going to find out like. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna really, balance that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really cram anymore for that test. So yeah, I'm you know I try not I try not to cram cram uh, too much. Like no no studying on test day. Yeah, it's gonna <sighs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um, so just tell me a bit about what services Carefree Live and Wellness offers. Absolutely. So we have like a nice network. So like we do, we have broken down wellness a lot. All right. Wellness. I, I like wellness. We have a whole definition we use with wellness, but we do certain types of wellness. We do corporate wellness, which is like in businesses, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll run some classes with you. If they have spaces, we, we've even been in like conference rooms. Oh, that's great. Um, corporate wellness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's a, I'm a big fan of the corporate wellness. Um, we do residential wellness, which is, you know, apartment buildings, you know, their, their apartments will come with free classes. Um, we actually semi just invented the word residential wellness. So I'm going to act like that's been a word for a while. Um, that would like fall under corporate wellness, but we're calling it residential wellness where like, yeah, we, we do that with like apartment complexes. Um, because that way we're managing all that for them. They have like full-time jobs. So they, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then we do personal, obviously. That's like where it started, where like if someone just came, you know, you know, if you were like, hey, Shane, you know, I need this <clears throat> or this is what's going on in my life. Um, what what the individual wellness is turning into is is what I'm like going to be getting into a little more, which is transformations. Like I, I want to sell transformations because that's the only way I believe you evolve. So, you know what I mean? Especially like the big changes. I want the I want the big the big changes that people either need to go through or really, really want to go through. Um, Cause I want to be around people that are just, you know, have a, they got to live that they're living real hard. Um, so we have, you know, nutritionists on hand. Um, we got, we can do anything remotely. We have anything from workouts, but carefree living wellness owns two gyms, uh, South Jersey area. They, we own hockey university in Mount Laurel. That's specifically to hockey players. Um, you know, we build intelligent hockey players. We like to go about it our way and implement our carefree living style within hockey. And and what that means is that essentially we're trying to help people get into the state of flow as they play. You know, don't, you know, get the mind out of your way and, and you know, harmonize with the game. And you perform your best when you're in that state of flow. That's what we, that's what we preach to people in general is like, have your day be a flow where you're like, man, what a cool day, ups and downs. It was in it. And I can't believe it's eight o'clock already. Like, all right. Yeah. You know? That's very cool. And, and so, and then we have a, a gym in Morristown, stellar athletics. 
um, that is for like young professionals. We do a lot of athletic work, but like that's for like the people. Um, I'm trying to like get a twist on like, you know, it's instead of like coming to like speed and strength class, maybe, you know, there's people out there that just want to come to a class. You know, they don't need to know about it. They're just trying to like be fit. They understand this principle of, of self-development and they're just trying to like be around good people. So having like classes and sessions, you know, a variety to make it fun for people. Um, so the stellar athletics is really geared at like young professionals. We were just about to open up right before Corona struck. So, um, Oh, it's cool. It's cool because we got to really dig deep. We we even hired a dude. Uh, his name's Zeph. He's the man. He's called our sole strategist. We hired someone to make sure that we're not like selling out at all, and that everything everything is 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 uh, is pure and simple, really easy to explain. And what we try to do, Carefree Living, is help people get into the state of flow. It's really you know for people that don't understand what that is, like we you know that's what we deem living carefree. You have that like you know that earned satisfaction and um, and then uh, the real estate. So we got a lot in the fitness and health and that's going to keep expanding, which, and it's really based off opportunity. So there's not like any reason we're not like, yes, we're so passionate. We just like see opportunity and we take it. So we're always going to be looking to grow. Um, then we have a real estate company. That's um, great. I love that. Yeah. Like the real estate company, and watch out, New Jersey, we're going to make it awesome. It's called Prestigious Properties. It was Carefree Living Real Estate. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just, we're just trying to really like, like what I'm doing within the real estate company, like I have the Carefree Living Group, is I'm really seeking entrepreneurs. I'm actually really seeking out people. A lot of real estate, I hate to say it, I don't want to like offend anyone, but like there's people that are making serious deals with people. You know what I mean? Like it's someone's home. That's a serious yeah. decision. And they have people that, you know, yes, they're trained and, and scripted, but like they're not seeing the forest from the trees of like a transaction and a deal and the realities of like business and what people are trying to do. And like, I just kind of want to like help people, one, understand entrepreneurially like the role of real estate. Real estate's a great way to get money um, and, and have like assets. You know what I mean? There's something about that there. I'm not a big fan of chasing money, but it's like gas for a car. I don't like sure. stopping and getting gas, but you do need to do that. And, you know, real estate's a good avenue to do that. And um, I'm trying to combine like entrepreneurs. So I'm trying to use real estate as a way to kind of teach. I'll be running entrepreneurship classes there um, in my group. I'll be the group head and we'll do like calls where we talk about even like stocks and everything that can just, you know, be around. It doesn't have to be because someone's trying to be the agent of the year. It could be because they're a contractor and they're just, you know, want to be more entrepreneurial. Um, I'm a big, big believer, uh, you know, we're in the, it's the gig age. Everyone, it's, you can make way more money doing four things, you know, that are part-time and fun and fill your schedule and balance you out. You can make way more money than when you, you know, you're nine to five. Yeah. And, I keep, and what I hate to say, and I, this is where I know I'm like, I don't like, you know, people, you know, but like, I'm like, guys, and what are you valuing your time at? You're solving other people's problems for how much an hour? Hundred dollars an hour—that's that's nothing. You're more valuable than that. Come on, you know, like, like don't get trapped by this. Like, yeah, well, life's good and security and all this. And I'm like, all right, some people you like that. I, I get that. But like, if you're gonna ask the questions, you got to be aware of like the awareness you could have of like, well, you might be secure, but you're just leading down a path that's not developing you. Like, you're gonna come across that at some point. You're gonna 
you're going to realize that. And if you don't, it could just kill you. So you could just lose this game. Yeah. And- I, I think there's there's two things and and the one just working backwards is that when you um you know you might have a really great skill set but if you don't have the confidence to promote yourself as such and to um you know put that that dollar amount on on whatever service you're offering um you're kind of losing out and again not to say that that it is about money but you know that that return on on investment actually yes. helps you, um, you know, to the, the next level, the next time around, whether it's, you know, enhancing your, your current skill set or, or developing a new skill set. And um, that winds up making you just a more holistic person. And exactly. I and what are, you, what are you becoming? That's yeah. a big question. Well, right. And there's what are you becoming? And then what are you doing on that journey to become that something, which might change in the process. It's just all very, um, very fascinating and, and almost nebulous too. Um, I appreciate your um, perspective on on just real estate, um, the, the real estate approach. It is a big decision and it's one of a handful of major uh, milestones that cause the most amount of uh, stress in a person's life. Bingo. Um, and, you know, if you can get people to, you know, in a, in a, let's say a home ownership type of scenario, acknowledge, gosh, I know this is like a really big, you know, outlay of money and or here opportunities to look at, you know, a, a, a different property or, or different area or what have you, um, you're helping to kind of solidify an area of an individual's life that could give them a little bit more flexibility to focus on, on other areas of personal improvement. Um, Bing, bingo. Take the, take the dependency off the money. My goal, and I'll I'll be very transparent about this. I want to run like all these companies. I can't wait. I'm so like, I want to grow that person, but I want to not, I don't, I want to not get paid by it. I want to set up money avenue, you know, money streams that help people. And I don't want to care about the money. You know, Carefree Living to me represents the role that is helping me become the best person that I need to be. And that is, you know, why I'm, you know, that's what, that's my big belief of like, yeah, that's going to take me to the things I need to to get to. But like, when you take money out of the equation, if you weren't getting paid for what you're doing, are you, are you still doing it? And if you're not, then, so you're doing it for the money. Okay. Well, at what cost does that, you know, that $60 an hour came at a cost. First of all, there's even a money cost. Second of all, what's your network like? What's your brain turning into? What's your personality turning into? What kind of people are you becoming? What kind of people are you dealing with? Do you even care about this? Are you satisfied? You know, and it's like, yeah, well, good thing you got that $60 an hour because now you just started the snowball that you will deal with at some point. I hate to say it, very harsh reality. Yeah. Because it's, it's, and guess what? The moment it hits you is when you have, are completely blindsided. The moment you have life figured out, you know, oh, it's this and the, yep, this routine. You get, you can get, you can get sideswiped and and humbled, and you know I, I say work on yourself because you want to get in tune with your pathway, and if you need to be humbled, then at least be humbled. Be you know humble yourself. Like do it first before life is you know before something else has to do it to you and and have that awareness. But yeah, obviously I can I can rant on about that stuff. Yeah, no, this is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, I think I need to talk to you after your Iron Man. 
Because I'd love, I'd love to hear the, um, the, the after story. Yes. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta tell you what I'm going to sign up for next. Yes. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hold myself accountable. So part of me thinks that you're already thinking about it. Kind of. I have that trouble. I'm not like present in the Ironman. That's my, that's my battle with my training is I'm like, it's hard. So I'm obviously looking for ways to not focus on it. And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, this and that. And I'm like, Shane, you're not respecting the iron man. You got to be present in your training. I just know that I don't, I, you know, I'm just playing to see my head. Hey, don't, don't, you know, sign up for something. Cause I'm not going to feel like it, but I'm going to try and listen to myself of like, yeah, you remember you say you weren't going to feel like it, but to sign up, like, all right, I'll do that. I think that at some point the training will remind you that you need to respect it. I, it just it just did, just did last <laughs> just did last week. Oh, that's got, exciting! Oh wow, perfect timing. Yeah, I got dominated. I had to take. I had to miss an entire my rest week. I, I missed an entire week's training. I was I was destroyed. I was lost. I was like battling depressive thought. It was insane. What was insane. the workout? It wasn't even the workout. It was just how I went about it. You know what I did? Um, oh man, I got greedy. I okay. I was like getting in good shape, and I'm like, oh well, two weeks. Our fridge broke. Very important part um, of the story. Yeah, still broken. I, my life's a disaster at that regard. Wait, quick sidebar. This happened to me last year, and I was without a regular sized fridge for six weeks. It was bullshit. Oh, I man, that's wild. I feel your pain. Yeah, we're coming on to week four, I believe. I think this oh is. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It's really stressful. Um, yeah, and yeah, we don't. Anyway, we're like, so for these two week span, we're feeling good. So what do we do? We feel good. We cash out. We don't yeah. keep going and put our head down. We cash out and we go, we're like, oh man. So I'm going to like take a little bit of calorie hit and I'm going to try and like lose some weight for two weeks. You know, like I really just, you know, I'm, I'm like, at that point I was, I started training at like 225. Well, that's big for me. You know, like I'm sure I'm going to be racing like under 200 and you know, in my head, that was my thing. I'm like, oh, I got to like, you know, be lighter on my joints. I don't want to hurt my body. So like, that's a thing I was scared of. And then you, you're told that you got to eat more because you burn all these calories and that's freaking me out. Cause I'm like, <laughs> are you burnt? You know? So what I do, I got greedy. I took a calorie hit. I tracked it very well. So I hit my calories. I lost weight. I did it. I was like, oh wow. I lost like 10 pounds. Holy. And at what cost I, oh my God, I, I, I couldn't even like, I didn't want to eat anymore. We did like a juice cleanse during it. It was actually really like awesome. We did a raw generation juice cleanse, but then I also ate like protein sources. So it was like amazing. Um, great detox, but like, dude, I'm training. Like I, you, like you just like decided to do this other thing while you're training and I still trained and it destroyed my mind, mm -hmm. destroyed my body. I had no motivation. I was like in depressed mode of like, I couldn't even get up. And I had to like slowly like I had a bike for if I had a 90 minute run, I'd like walk literally like around my block and be like, all right, I'm I'm not doing this, but like, all right, you got up. And it took me a very peaks and valley week to even get back into it of like last week. You know, complete it was just it's just crazy how how much like you're just like every day is just every day you're doing something that is completely like you're 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 anxious about because you don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's like time consuming. Like, you know, you're training like 15 hours a week. So yeah. Like, it's just funny. I'm like, I hate it so much, but I love it. And like, 
every day you go through that. You're like, God, I got to, what do I have to do? And like, you run forever. You just, you're hurting and you, you're already convinced that you're too hurt to run, but you know, it's not true. You know, like, it's just funny, this whole mental battle. So I like, <laughs> don't get, you know, I can't get greedy. I can't talk about, well, later I'm going to do this and play, you know, get in this kind of shape. I'm like, yes, yeah, I got to, I got to remain present or I'm going to get humbled again. Yeah. I'm loving all the commentary. Um, <laughs> this is great. And so one more thing, because I noticed that you posted something on Instagram. You have a, a singing bowl. Can you, yes. can you talk to me about that? I want one myself. And I, yeah, I just, I loved it. I love the sound. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm a big believer in like frequencies, vibrations. Um, I mean, I could get real deep into that, but like, I knew that like this type of training, you have to go further, you know, and you know this, like you're, you're getting pushed spiritually as well. You know, I, a lot of things fall under like mind, body, spirit. Yes. You know, and, and, but like you're getting pushed, your body's obviously getting pushed. Your mind oh, might get pushed more than your body. And then like spiritually. So like, I'm a big believer of like slowing things down. And like, for me, one of the music I listen to, like if I'm not listening to like something classical, it's usually like beats or frequencies. Um, just because, you know, you kind of tap in. I like practicing kind of harmonizing with things around me. Like you're just like, you kind of be with it. You got to practice that because your ticket to not going crazy during an Ironman is not to be like, well, I'm going to name, you know, I'm going to play this game in my head or I'm going to play the question game. No, you aren't going to do that. You can't do that for six hours. You're going to, you're going to go ballistic and then start realizing you're sore. Then you're going to, you know, you're going to spiral inward. How you got to get by that is by, <clears throat> you know, I think you're tapping into like some sort of frequency. Yeah. And you're essentially like meditating on the bike. Your, your, your cognition's on your, your sensory, uh, is on and, and working, but you're, you're mentally and consciously somewhere else. So I do a lot of practicing with that and, you know, to get in the zone, like, believe me, it could be corny or something, but like turn down the lights, play a meditation on YouTube or play some sort of like noise that sounds nice or get yourself a, uh, either a crystal bowl or that is made out of, um, what is that made out of? Oh man, it was a metal, but it, it it still has like the same vibration and it was, yeah. it was pretty excellent. So like I, you know, get in touch, you and then you can rub it if you get good at it and kind of really zone in and it helps you get there. So I really, uh, I always believe it like, you know, it, it should feel like you're downloading, like you take in so much information, like where are you putting that? Yep. And you know, avatar again, you know, they, they put stuff into the tree. Yes. It's like, you know, I believe that meditation is essentially like you kind of processing and downloading and, you know, you gotta, that's, that's gotta be, that's a part of a, of, of a transformation I'm transforming. So like, that's a big part of what I do. So anyone that's like out there, like I recommend it, if you're not doing it, then you're missing out on a really nice tool. And if you aren't doing it and you know, you should then get yourself like a cool crystal bowl. Cause those things are sweet. You know what? I appreciate the um, the vibrations. Uh, you know, we talked about it earlier. I think that um, you know when when you sit in your 
when you sit in, you know, voice silence and, you know, you're listening to the sounds around you and or, you know, some some frequencies, you're turning off the distracting noise and you are just naturally drawn to the, you know, almost like a magnetic, uh, uh, like a magnetic attraction to this, this other something um, that is really just awakening your body because you can you can feel the vibration in your body and you can also feel it um in that spiritual way which um is pretty cool and i'm sure everyone else is like wow this is really getting hokey but um yeah I, <laughs> no it's funny it's like and that's how that is how you're going to ultimately find a a, a flow state even if it's not a, a constant thing and and that is what will help power you through those super long efforts um, is, is turning off some of that noise. Because once you get to a certain point, and, and you already know this, when you're calorie deprived and when you're dehydrated, that noise gets really friggin' loud. And if you haven't trained yourself to lower that volume, you're going to bonk. And, you know, you're not going to remember shit, I need to take a gel or I need to drink or, you know, I need these two sustainable, two things, you know, to, to sustain my energy. And then I'm going to get back to just finding a, a flow, finding a flow. Well, exactly. Flow. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That right there is why I want to do an Ironman. I'm pumped about the physical shape it'll bring me, but like you can be pumped about it, but it's also torturous. But that right, I want the ability to be chilling in stressful times because of your, the ability to separate the mind and body. You know, we're just, we're just a brain floating in this body bag and you know, the pain and the torture and the displeasure and this, you know, the ego, like being able to, to separate that is just like, I mean, that's crazy. I feel like a Buddha sometimes. And like, because it's like, you know, I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I can like, you know, I believe me, I'm not like a Buddha. Okay. But like it's it's that it's that idea of like you know removing ego, removing desire, and it's really just like removing that emotion from you know what you are, and what you are is a little bit more than that, a little deeper. Like where do you go when you're tapping into something else? You know, you leave your body, you can like turn that stuff off. Yeah. So you can you can apply that to daily life. You know, traffic's gonna bother you a lot less. I don't I don't you know. I just don't want things to bother me as much because I, you know, put in the sacrifices and did the work needed to, to with, with all those. Yeah. And when you're, when you're that person, you can now make moves, you know, you can impact people and, and give back and like, I don't know. Like, it's just funny that this training really does turn you, you into a, a mental, you know, a beast mentally. You get that Goggins mentality sometimes and it's, it's good. It's really helpful. Jeez. So what I'm hearing is that you're going to be the baddest motherfucker out there. <laughs> Definitely want to be one of the baddest motherfuckers. I'm not a, I'm not a loud guy. I'm not going to be noticed. I like being invisible. But then when someone like, you know, oh, yeah, they, oh, yeah, you know, there's like the respect there. I, I like, I, all I know is like, yeah, I would love to, I could see why people get into like owning that race. And that is a hard that is a wild Mustang. I couldn't even imagine like, you know, the Ironman is something that I think Iron Ironman athletes can't finish sometimes, you know, like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, So 
I'm pumped to push myself to uh, do something that not a lot of people could do because then you get the you get to know that you know you get confidence like that's what I want you know you don't want to it's just terrible to be insecure you ever like do something and you're like damn it I'm insecure it's, I look at this picture and now I'm in a bad mood because I can't even look at myself like you know like that's the stuff we we got to release we got to get away from and it's just just interesting I, I'm I'm I can't wait to see what's coming but at the same time I'm like petrified yeah I'm excited for you it's gonna be great it's gonna be great <laughs> definitely gonna be great thank but you yeah. So much for your time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate this. I mean, definitely wasn't sure of the deal, but it's it's uh it's good. I could go on this stuff forever. I I, I don't talk like a lot about this in my day, so I you know I think a lot about it. So it's it's always good to like express it. I'm uh, I'm obsessed with it. I don't even know how or why, but like, geez, better life, better you. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, I'll definitely, um, I'll touch back with you throughout the course of your training. This is going to be fun to follow. Yeah, please do. We'll definitely link up again and see what, <laughs> we'll see how I sound. Yeah, yeah. that would be really great. It's it's definitely interesting because I could tell my like mindset got harder. I'd, I'd be interested to see if it gets harder or, you know, breaks or I don't know. We'll see. To be continued. Yeah. Well, stay well. Thank you so much for your time. You. No problem. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, Shane.